You're listening to Team Talk on ESPN Radio, 1017 The Team. Joe O'Neill, Sam Hauser till 5, and then we go to Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati. Dodgers and Reds open a three-game series. Joining us now in the Daniels Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning Cool Take Hotline is Jeff Grammer, beat writer for Lobo Hoops and a journal staff writer. And uh, Jeff, I'm reading your story from today, and it says, while the journal has been asking both schools about the status of scheduling the game for the past couple of months, it wasn't until the journal published the story last week that most fans and state politicians were even made aware of this impasse. So, Jeff, first of all, thank you so much for putting this out there last week because I would fall into that category. I had no idea it was at risk as much as it was. Talk to me about what you've learned in the last week or so, Jeff. Sure. Uh, the The backstory there is basically, look, last year they, they, kept, they called off the games, right? And I kind of kept asking uh, periodically, well, what's it going to take to play these games again? Because there was some talk initially, will you take a year off? When will you play these games again? I knew football had already been scheduled, so I, I just assumed it would, would get played. It wasn't a pressing kind of matter for me, but as it kept going and nothing had been resolved on the basketball side, I, I started to realize, all right, there's, there's something here. Let's, let's see what it is. And I don't know if this is just coaches through the years on both sides, Lobo coaches and Aggie coaches, have long since discussed you know, this, this idea of a non-conference home-and-home home is, it's, it's not ideal for the coaches. They don't like playing the same team twice in the non-conference. They'd rather the non-conference be about a variety of teams for a variety of reasons. Um, sometimes it's economic. Sometimes it's just different styles um, to prepare for, for conference play. So they don't really like playing each other twice a year, but fans do. And, and they know that. And New Mexicans like that. So I kind of thought for a while maybe this was just about that. They were kind of delaying and slow playing it. And they were going to shift to this once-a-year thing. But uh, I kept asking, kept asking both sides. There wasn't a resolution. So finally last week I called up both athletic directors. and said, guys, you know, I've been asking long enough. Like, I'm, I'm just going to write a story. And, and if all it says is that you guys haven't yet scheduled these games while games around the country are being scheduled, um, then, then that's all it'll say. But if you guys want to say more, if you guys want to explain why you guys aren't scheduling these games right now, now's the time to do it. And both of them... Uh, decided to talk to me, and, and obviously, as reported, it was essentially, um, you know, Mario just wanted to, to play the games as they've always been played, and, and Eddie said, well, look, after the past year, the as, to use their phrase, um, the temperature of this rivalry got to a certain point where we needed to pause a little bit and t- try and figure out what the best way to go forward is, and on the football side, UNM was confident it had a plan in place to do that. Um, NMSU felt the same because they scheduled the game as usual, and uh, on the men's basketball side, UNM just didn't feel yet that it was uh, – they, they just wanted some assurances in writing that there's going to be more to the security plan than there has been in the past, which uh, has not exactly been high security. Now, now, we should point out, and it has been pointed out quite a bit over the past week, there wasn't a violent act um, – or, or the big violence of last year was at a football game. Not just one brawl that was on social media – there were numerous fights that, that night, and not one charge, not one police intervention that led to a report um, from that game. And there were multiple fights and multiple incidents, including Lobo fans, too. It wasn't just Aggie fans and Las Cruces doing this to, to the Albuquerque visitors. There were fights from both fan bases that game, and there were multiple fights. And there was police present that did nothing, um, especially at least not in terms of charges being filed or anything like that. And after that game, there was a little bit of a question, wait a minute, like this is getting out of hand, 
And then, sure enough, a month later, the shooting, which did not happen at a sporting event, would not have had a, a plan in place from either school to stop it. The shooting was at 3 a.m. on campus, on an open campus that people can get onto, um, was sort of the, the tipping point to, wait a minute, we really got to figure something out because, again, the temperature of this rivalry is just at, a, at an all-time high right now. And frankly, when this story came out a week ago, I didn't expect it to get as much attention as it did. But I'll tell you what it showed. These two fan bases aren't yet ready to, to just kind of quietly and calmly cooperate and get this done. Like, it, it upset people when they heard this, and I was a little surprised by that. Yeah, and I'm going to read also what you had today, just to, to kind of skip forward. Barring, so, you know, Eddie wanted something in writing which seems reasonable. Even the higher education uh, director or department secretary agreed that it was reasonable. And um, so, you know, Mario Mocha uh, submitted his written, uh, written information, apparently he asked for something back from UNM for the football game and so uh, to use your phrase here uh, in the paper today barring any major problems or unforeseen circumstances there would seemingly be nothing left in the way of these two schools eventually scheduling the two men's games for this coming season one at the pit and one at the Pan Am Center so so Jeff I think uh, it's interesting to get your perspective outside of just writing these stories you grew up in Alamogordo you went to New Mexico State you've been covering Lobo basketball for a long time so from your perspective like would would it have been a shame if we'd even skipped one year of these two teams playing twice yeah, I think so. I'm in the camp. Look, I'm from here. I'm in the camp of I get – I cover college basketball, so I know why the coaches don't necessarily like it. Um, but I'm also in the camp where, like, this is unique to New Mexico. There are two schools in this state that are not in the same conference that don't don't like each other, and that's not to heat up and stir up anything. Like, they, they just don't like each other when, when this basketball series is played, right? It's not a, it's not a friendly series, and that's okay doesn't have to get out of hand like it did last year, obviously, but it's okay not to, to like your rival. And if you would kind of change that, um, if, if it ever changes, I just don't want it to be about something like this, where the two sides didn't cooperate on something silly like a security plan that uh, after what happened last year does seem reasonably, reasonable to request. And, and NMSU didn't have a problem with a written security plan as much as they did not like the fact that the opposing school's athletic director was the one asking for it and kind of demanding it, saying we're not scheduling until it happens. It was sort of a who are you to ask us for that. Agree. Um, agree. Real quick, Jeff, though I do want to distinguish two things, okay? You mentioned, and I agree, I've heard for years about, uh, you know, these basketball programs, you know, wanting to maybe look at scaling it back for all the reasons you mentioned earlier. So, it, like, it, 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 that should not be part of this discussion, though, right? This is, th- right. Theoretically, everything you've written is related to the fact that we have got to be civil enough to figure out a way where we could two, play two basketball games, okay? And then all the other stuff is is on the side. Is that correct? Yeah, totally agreed. I, I totally agree with that. Jeff Grammer, Albuquerque Journal, with us here on Team Talk ESPN Radio 1017, the team. So part of the conversation, Jeff, too, has been about the schedule. We're expecting the schedule to come out here in the next couple of weeks, month or so, whatever it is, and we're looking to see whether or not these two games are going to be on there. I mean, if it gets into you know late June, early July, schedule comes out, and the games aren't there, just... What is the significance of that? Is there is it realistic to think that dates could be left open and they're still negotiating, or is it really just if it's not there, it's not going to be there? 
a week ago, I would have told you there was a real good chance the games wouldn't be played. Um, and then, if anything, maybe they would keep a couple dates open. At this point, based on the reaction from last week, again, a reaction that surprised me, and I think surprised both schools a little bit, based on that reaction, I, I see almost no way, I will never say never, but I almost see no way that they won't play these two games at this point. So I, I think it'll happen. I think they will probably pretty quickly agree on some dates, even if they don't announce them, because they got to fit them in around all the other games they've already scheduled in the last couple weeks. Again, uh, we're talking uh, talking to Jeff Grammer of the Albuquerque Journal, talking about the piece he wrote this morning, giving us the update on the conversations between New Mexico and New Mexico State. And I think that's exactly what what you know, Joe, myself, what everybody wanted to hear is that we're working towards towards these games towards these games happening. I mean, uh, you know, for for you, Jeff, for for Joe, I mean, this has been something that uh, really really struck a struck a nerve on this show, really struck a chord about how much these games mean, Joe. It did, yeah. Jeff, and I don't know if your ears have been ringing, but I've been talking about you since this. you wrote the original story. Front page, above the fold, the whole nine yards. I was like, this is unacceptable for uh, us not to be able to play two games in each other's uh, hometowns and, and that there to be a safe environment. I, I also said that I, I will be down at the Pan Am if this does go through, and Sam and I will be down there, and I'll have no concern over my safety. I just think it might be the safest place in New Mexico when they... They finally play this game, but <laughs> I, I, I'm, gl- I'm I just want to say, you know, thank you so much uh, for continuing to per- to pursue this story and uh, for the time you took, even you know, months ago, of trying to find out if uh, all this was going to come together. But we'll keep an eye on it, Jeff. Thanks so much. Appreciate your work at the Albuquerque Journal. Thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio 101.7 The Team, Jeff. Appreciate you guys. Thanks for having me on. You got it. All right. Well, that is going to do it. Thanks to Jeff Grammer. Uh, thanks to Jerome Espinosa for, for uh, chiming in on the whole merger between the Live Golf Tour and the PGA. Uh, and we're going to get out of here, Sam. And uh, we're going to go to Great American Ballpark in Cincinnati. Dodgers Reds. ESPN Radio 1017, the team.